1: The Los Angeles Chargers have re-upped star safety Derwin James. He becomes the highest paid safety in the NFL. What does that mean for the Chargers? What does that mean for the safety market in the league? We'll compare James to some of the top safeties in the NFL. And check in on Brandon Thorne's Tiers, defensive linemen tiers. Who are the best defensive linemen in the NFL? Very few elites out there, according to one of the best scouts of defensive line talent, Brandon Thorne. All that coming up on today's Peacock and Lips.
2: NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office with elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts
1: now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson at BDPeacock at Williamson NFL on Twitter. Get those Twitter Tuesday questions in early for next week's episode today though we're talking about derwin james who has become a mega millionaire and gotten his huge second contract which becomes the highest paid safety in the nfl of course we're going to talk defensive line tiers as well and uh there's a couple of really good defensive linemen on that los angeles chargers roster they're building a superstar defense over there matt we'll see how it all comes together in 2022 but the big news is derwin james signing a four-year extension averaging $19.1 million per year, making him the highest-paid safety in NFL history. The deal includes a record-breaking $42 million guaranteed. James makes a record $29 million in year one. The contract done by David Mulligetta of Athletes First. So that tweet from Ian Rappaport breaking some news, and uh, I love the last sentence there because if you ever wondered where any of these uh, newsbreakers are, are getting their information, it's from the, it's from the, the agents. The it's, agents, right. It's like this. It's like, oh, yeah, uh, I think it's pretty clear. There's no more secrets now where they're getting their information. The agents are, are very good at trading that information to uh, the Rappaports and the Schefters of the world. But congratulations to Derwin James on his new contract.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially when you're the agent that brokers the deal for the richest safety in all of NFL history, which I have no problem with. I, I, he would be the one that I would pay the most of everyone in the league. Um, I think he's the freakiest safety in football and one of the freakiest defenders. Um, Extremely important in this Chargers pseudo Ram style of defense. The only negative on Derwin has been durability, you know, and he's coming off. I think that's a labrum issue. He's only 26 years old. They don't seem worried at all about the labrum or whatever he's coming off of. He just does it all. I mean, I saw some numbers today about where he's aligned at last year. I mean, the slot out wide for 10 to 20 snaps, something like that. In the box, blitzer, blitzer of all gaps, whether it's the edge or coming up uh, up the middle, man coverage versus the Camaras of the world and the Mark Andrews alike. You know, like I think when they play the Chiefs, hey, Derwin, you got Kelsey, we'll give you a little help. And I mean, how valuable is that? Great first to run, range, tough, attitude, leader. So I have no negatives except durability ability to, to talk about with James.
1: Chargers head coach Brandon Staley agrees with you. Here was the quote on Brandon Staley who, uh, who was talking about his Derwin James and what position he plays, and he said exactly that. Quote, I don't look at Derwin as a safety. I look at Derwin as an impact player. I think if you were just looking at him as a safety – That wouldn't be doing Derwin justice for me. I look at him as a defensive back. When I see him, I'm like, that's a defensive back because he can play anywhere. He can play either safety spot. He can play corner. He can play star or money. He can rush the quarterback and he can make impact as a blitzer. He can make an impact in man to man coverage. And then he can make an impact in zone defense, whether he's playing low or high and he's our single caller and the heartbeat of our defense. So, wow. Pretty um, good. <laughs> if you could lock people up in man-to-man, play zone, play every spot. Oh, and get after the quarterback a little bit, which uh, we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, they've got a lot of guys that can do that already. Y- yeah, the the talent is clear with Derwin James. Now he's just got to stay healthy. And I think this contract, really for a guy who's only been healthy half of his NFL career, he's played four years in the NFL. Two of those have been mostly injured. So, for him to be able to still pull down this contract with the injury questions around mm-hmm. him and obviously what he could be if he continues to stay healthy from here on out.
0: Yeah. And, and this actually leads to something we'll talk about later in the show, but the chargers like the Rams where Staley came from really want three difference makers as they could get, but I mean, a couple game changing Aaron Donald Jalen Ramsey, Derwin James types. And I know Ramsey and James aren't the same. They're both total freaks that went to Florida State, and they're about the same age. But one's a corner and one's a safety. But where I'm going with this is, you know, Staley even mentioned the star position. Well, that's really what Ramsey plays with with the Rams, in that the, the Rams and Staley before believe that if I just put Ramsey on an island like he's Dion or, you know, Revis – Well, then he doesn't impact the game enough for me because my other 10 guys are going to get picked on. You know, I want a guy near the line of scrimmage, big, physical, does different things all the time, which is what they ask of Ramsey and is what they ask of James.
1: And I don't know. I guess we could compare Ramsey and James. I mean, corners get paid more than safeties. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to how valuable safeties are and we're seeing the money come up for those safeties and we see that Derwin James... Uh, it has you know a, a seventy six point four million dollar contract over four years, nineteen point one mil per year. It's the most ever paid by safety, which means you know I mean, it's always the most ever when it's the most currently. Right, right, right. Um, And that's more than a guy who just signed last year in Minka Fitzpatrick. And you've watched a lot of Minka Fitzpatrick. So what is the comparison there? And, uh, you know, it's it's not a surprise that Derwin James went just barely over the top of Minka's contract. Minka's was four years for 73 and a half or something like that, almost 74 million dollars. So basically 18 and a half million for Minka per year and, uh, you know, a little less than a million more per year for Derwin James at 19.1 million dollars. Are they the two best safeties in the league? How would you compare those two guys that came out of the same draft class?
0: I think they're the best two safeties. I mean, Justin Simmons and Byard and some of the not super high pedigree guys that didn't just, you know, not everyone knows as well are in the conversation as well. And there's a lot. I mean, there's 10 to 15 really, really good safeties in the league. And it seems like the elite ones are getting paid. The middle class guys really aren't. And then you can get bargains on starter types. Um, This is a bit of a stretch considering their age. But I kind of feel like Minka is the Ed Reed and Derwin is the Troy Palomalu, you know, of, of this era of they're the two freakiest on good defenses, but very different, even though they're both safeties. You know, Minka's well, Minka, since he's been here in Pittsburgh, has really been the single high guy. And that has immense value, and it's very rare because you don't have to play as much too high because your sing, your single high guy can cover so much ground. It allows the 10 guys in front of him to be very, very aggressive. But I have a strong inkling that Minka's role is about to expand. Like, when Baltimore Steelers happens, I think Minka this year is going to play man coverage on Mark Andrews. You know, I mean, I think they're going to start doing some of those type of things. Because Demonte KZ, that doesn't sound like much, but the Steelers haven't had anyone that could play free. Now KZ can be the, the backup free, allow Minka to do more stuff. And the Chargers have a lot of those type of guys in place. I mean, their defense is loaded. Um, Derwin's going to do a ton of things. So they would be my two highest-paid safeties, especially considering age, body of work, overall talent, versatility, importance to their respective teams. But I do think Derwin's worth a little more.
1: Yep, and we're starting to see a lot of teams do that, where they're bringing their best player down into the slot on those important Mm -hmm. downs and covering slot receivers' tight ends. And we're seeing, you know, the blur between tight ends and receivers in the NFL as well. And uh, I think that's only going to continue. And some teams are, are drafting purely nickel guys higher than they ever did, and some of those yeah. guys being paid too. And so, and the, the line between corners and safeties is blurring. So, very much positionless football. And when teams target the slot so much, like they do now in the NFL, and find their best matchups there, you've got to have a good player matching up on the back end on your defense uh, to to combat those players on offense.
0: Yep, 100%. And some of this evolution, I know we've talked about this in the past, is the Welkers and Edelmans of the world are getting slowly phased out from the slot. I mean, I think people now want Mark Andrews. The Steelers are going to put Chase Claypool there. You know, like big, bond slots that can block a little bit, also have some verticality to them. Like, with all respect to Edelman and Welker, they're not deep threats. You know, like the Chiefs would put... Tyreek in the slot, A.J. Green played in the slot when Cincinnati there. So I think bigger bodied guys that can get downfield against the Mike Hiltons of the world are what teams are looking for more and more in the slot. So therefore, safeties have to be the one that combat them.
1: We're going to check in on the best defensive linemen in the NFL, Brandon Thorne's defensive line tiers for edge players and defensive tackles. But uh, this note kind of leads right into that. Uh, an interesting one for the Chargers per ESPN stats and info. Derwin James' new contract that averages over 19 mil per year. Now the Chargers have an NFL high four defensive players making $15 million per wow. year. And all those guys are under contract for at least the next three seasons. Wow. And two of those guys... Uh, it's, it's pretty clear who they are and what their position is in, in Nick Bosa or Joey Bosa and Khalil, Khalil Mack. Ryan, yeah. And so we will check in next on where they rank on Brandon Thorne's defensive line tiers. The best players, isn't on-
0: it nice to have a superstar quarterback on a rookie quarter, rookie contract? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> um, it's, they're not gonna be able to pay all those guys, they're paying a really expensive center as well. And you know, a couple wide receivers, they're mm-hmm. not gonna be able to do that once. Uh, once Justin Herbert gets that new contract. But for now, load up and let's go. Yeah, go win. All right. It's almost the start of the NFL season, and obviously everyone loves this time of year. Things are getting going. You're seeing some pads popping on TV, seeing these preseason games, and if you're into sports betting or fantasy, you need that competitive edge to win, and that's why we recommend the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL nba and major league baseball and if the name elias sounds familiar to you it should elias game plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports statistics the elias sports bureau the official statisticians of u.s pro sports leagues including the nfl their app lets you access team and player stats head-to-head team comparisons elias insights from the elias sports bureau's research team uh Perfect for the preseason. Get your player previews to help you draft the winning fantasy team. Go beat your buddies. Go win some money, whether it's in fantasy or sports betting. Uh, Team previews so you know what to expect as the regular season kicks off. Expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team, and, of course, bragging rights with your friends. So take our advice, download the Elias Game Plan app today. New features available all the time. Take your game to the next level. NFL season right around the corner. So don't wait. Find the Elias Game Plan in the App Store or Google Play today.
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Thanks again, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen. And Fantasy Week is coming up next week. However you play, get the latest NFL Fantasy Draft tips from Locked On Fantasy Football and Locked On Dynasty which is hosted by Matt Williamson. Plus starting August 22nd, we're bringing you daily top 10 lists for fantasy draft week, locked on fantasy football and locked on dynasty available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. Checking in on Brandon Thorne's list. And we go to Brandon Thorne because he's probably both of our favorite uh, trench Yes, the lists trench scouts, right? And then he charts things and he's he, he's all about offensive linemen and defensive linemen. You can find him on Twitter, Brandon Thorne NFL and his trench warfare. Uh, it, it's a. Uh, I get the emails, the trench warfare emails, and I love those. And uh, he, he breaks it down better than anybody. And you got to go subscribe to his trench warfare Substack if you want to, you know, get all of the analysis. And he's got write ups on all of these guys. But we just want to talk about his tiers and where those tiers are at. And actually, the first big surprise on the tier list—I mean, it's a mild surprise—but he's got Joey Bosa over teammate Khalil Mack of the Los Angeles Chargers, and he's got Joey Bosa in his elite tier. He's got him. He's got the top twenty-five broken down into 20 uh into four tiers elite very good good or above average and then solid traits with flashes for more those are the top four tiers and the elite tier only has four players and it's got both bosa brothers it's got miles garrett and it's got tj watt i don't think it's a surprise that some of those names are in there but i'm a little bit surprised that joey bosa's is number two edge player in the nfl just ahead of little brother
0: i'm a little shocked too i mean i think. 99% of these lists that you see, and my list would also reflect this, would go Garrett or Watt, Nick, Joey, and those would still be my four elites, but Joey would be four and TJ or Miles would be one. Um, I was a little shocked and slightly offended as a Steeler guy that Watt was last of those four. I
1: I mean, I know Miles Garrett is such a freak, but with the seasons that Watt has put together, Watt's one for me.
0: I think so, too. The production is by far the best of all these guys, Uh, especially when you look at his career. You know, sacks per snap type of thing. Watt is way better than the others. But I do think that they're clumped pretty close together. They're all about the same age, except for Nick's a little younger than the rest. But one misconception, just going to throw this out there, is Bosa Bosa Watt. I still hear, oh, great effort players, which... Might have something to do with the color of their skin is all I'm saying. But they're tremendous athletes as well as great hustle players, as is Miles Garrett, and tremendous technicians. I don't think Garrett's quite the technicians of the Bosa's, and I would say Joey's the best technician of all these guys. And I don't want to get into the write-ups because I want all of you to subscribe to Brandon's newsletter and Substack. But one thing he does hold against TJ a little bit was – he pretty much ex- he exclusively lines up on the defense's left side. And Brandon, who does phenomenal work with offensive linemen, just think that the level of competition of right tackles is easier than the left tackles.
1: And I think eventually Nick Bosa, maybe I'm biased because I do cover the 49ers, but I think sure. Nick Bosa is going to overtake Joey uh, it, by a pretty so. clear margin. And maybe this year just because he does have a little bit more juice, a little bit more uh, athleticism and, and burst to get after the quarterback. Joey's a little bit bigger, both insane technicians and all these guys are. You're not going to be a great defensive lineman. Like being a freak is important, and, and a lot of these guys are. Uh, when you see Nick Bosa, the way he came into camp in shape and, and Joey, they work out together. They built their own facility down in Florida. And those guys, like I don't know what they do, but it's it's insane the shape that they come in. And, and Miles Garrett was a freak of nature when he was 15 years old. So, you know, he's, right. he's, he's like the great guy, dude. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he's probably fourth of those four uh, as far as as technique and really production, I think, could grow for both Nick and and Miles. I think they have a a level that they could still achieve production that we haven't seen yet.
0: Yeah, I I 100% agree.
1: Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa's teammate, since we're talking a lot about the Chargers today, he's actually the very top of the second tier, the very good tier, and, and he's the first one there, so sort of ranked as the number fifth edge player in the NFL. And there's a lot of older players that kind of were in the elite tier that are now in the second tier in this group, Vaughn Miller and uh, Chandler Jones. And, you know, Danielle Hunter's been doing it for a long time now, seventh year in the NFL. Cam Jordan and Robert Quinn have been in the league for 12 years. It's hard to believe that those guys have been around that long. So, yeah, all Miller, Jones, Jordan, Quinn have all been in the league over a decade now.
0: So just looking at this, you mentioned there's four tiers. The chargers are the only team that has someone in tier one and another guy, you know, I mean, so that's remarkable to me. Um, I was a little shocked that Mac was a top tier two. Um, and that it's a pretty bulky tier, you know, at, at his age. But what's interesting to me too, when you look at this list is three of the top four, a top tier two, are between 31 and 33 years old. I mean, Chandler Jones, Khalil Mack, and Vaughn Miller, several of them are going to end up in the Hall of Fame, if not all. But now they're more technicians than athletes. You know, like we kind of talked about that, um, you know, going back and forth, where I look at this tier and I see two young guys, Micah Parsons, which would be hard to rank, and Rashawn Gary, and think if anyone in Tier 2 ends up in Tier 1 next year, it'll be – Parsons or Gary who are still working on the technique part
1: and I'm really glad Brandon Thorne has Micah Parsons listed as an edge yeah me too into his second year because he is an edge and that's so much more valuable than the off-ball linebacker ability that he can give you so to me he's an edge first and then you utilize some of his skills in other ways to uh you know to I don't know, just confuse offenses and and move him around. and You can use him in other ways, but if he's not rushing the passer, I I don't think you're getting the max value of what Micah Parsons gives you. And he's already very high in that, uh, in that, second tier the very good tier and as some of these older players in their 30s fall off of this list completely you're gonna have Micah Parsons coming up and you have a lot of other guys so the list is probably gonna look a lot different here in a a year or so because we're seeing a, a different generation all the elite guys are still young and in their 20s and in their prime but guys like Micah Parsons are coming up where a lot of these dudes in their 30s in the very good tier are going to be dropping off. So who's going to be in this second tier in a couple of years? It's it's hard to envision. I think it's got these young guys, Chase Young and Brian Burns and yeah, some of those players have to, you know, is uh 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 Hutchinson, is he going to jump into
2: mm, that Yeah, list? yeah. Walker. So
1: some of the young guys got to really show up because there's been some, you know, I mean, we're talking about Hall of Famers that are going to be dropping off the list pretty soon.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I mentioned that three of the top four were over 31 or older, but six of these 10 guys in Tier 2 are in their 30s. So that's not going to hold up. And and I do think two names, the ones you threw out, Burns and Chase Young, are the ones most likely to jump up into that Tier 2, rookies aside.
1: A couple other younger players in Tier 2, Max Crosby and Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary really... Um, solidifying himself last year as one of the top edge guys in the NFL when we were not sure about him. And I wasn't sure about him coming out either and, uh, you know, talent reigns. And so that's why some freakiness definitely does help when it comes to these edge guys. Then you start putting some technique with it. Uh, if you've got a motor and, you, and you're you one of those athletes where there's not very many in the world, um, yeah, you're, you're extremely valuable here. And, and looking at tier three, Brian Burns is there. Uh, I think he will be in tier two by next year. Um, by
0: far the youngest tier three guy.
1: Yes, and the rest of the year, the rest of the tier three guys, uh, I don't know. If, I think they may have hit their play. head on the ceiling. Yeah, it'd be yeah, a, they're kind of where they're going to be. I think.
0: Yeah, I think so too. They're all 27 You know, Judon, those type of guys, good players. I just don't know that their best is ahead of them still.
1: Absolutely, and then uh, the 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 last tier here, which is three players, which is the solid traits with flashes for more and it's chase young preston smith of the packers and uh, josh sweat of the eagles and of course chase young you know uh he was supposed to be the dude he's the top player in the nfl draft looked like he was going to be a star last year had the injury so what is he going to look like this year so important to the commanders and uh important to you know the, the a list like this because he could be very much in the elite category because he does have those elite traits
0: yeah, it, 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 a tier four player is great, but for all the reasons you just said, Chase Young can't stay in tier four. If if he's in tier four here next year, uh, you you start to get real concerned. He needs to be right. in the tier two. He has potential to be in tier one. You know, tier four isn't going to cut it for that guy.
1: Right. He needs to roll out of bed in tier two. Just because right. I mean, he has. Physically. He's a predator. Yeah. Next, let's check in on the uh, the tier lists for. Defensive tackles, interior defensive linemen. And this list makes me laugh because uh, one player, and you could probably guess who <laughs> that's, it yeah, kind fun, of breaks yeah. the system. We'll get to defensive tackles next. But you can bet on any of these guys' over unders on sacks. I mean, I already put money down on the over of 12 sacks for Nick Bosa in 2022. I think he's going to uh, have an, a phenomenal year. You can DJ's bet on. is
0: only 12 and a half.
1: Actually, it's 12.75. I mean,
0: we, he, we all bet the over on that one around here
1: too. He almost doubled it last year.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, I don't get
1: that. And you can find those types of uh, of odds and lines. And you can find uh, you can bet on defensive player of the year. You can bet on your team to win the Super Bowl. You can bet bet on coach of the year. You can bet on uh, a coach to get fired at Bet Online. And you can find lines not only for the preseason games all the way through Week 16 of the regular season. They've got lines already up. For 2022 NFL at BetOnline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Not only NFL, but Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, combat sports, eSports, golf, live in-game betting. And BetOnline continues to be a top online resource, not just for sports wagering, but information as well. Find reviews and news of every league and get yourself a little bit of an edge at bet online before you bet so get over to bet online today use your desktop or mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at bet online where the game starts
2: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Defensive tackles, Uh, and I love this from Brandon Thorne. Instead of so cool, yeah. Instead of just putting Aaron Donald at the top of the elite list, uh, he he just invented a new category. So there's there's Elite's five not good enough for this guy. There's five <laughs> tiers for defensive tackles, and there's one man alone in a tier above elite, which is been dubbed the unrivaled tier and that is Aaron Donald in his ninth year at 31 years of age he just breaks the system
0: he really does I mean I I was just reading the write-up real quick and I'm just going to put one little blurb here I mean over the last five seasons Donald leads all defensive linemen not defensive tackles in sacks hurries and pressures (laughs) I mean he has a hundred more pressures than Chandler Jones who's second in the last five years hundred more pressures than number two. I mean, that's bonkers. And I really think Donald at this point, isn't competing against the quote elites that we're going to get to. I think he's competing against Bob Lilly and Joe green and who's the best defensive tackle that's ever walked the earth, you know?
1: Yep. That's, that's where Aaron Donald is right now. Yeah. Uh, As far as the elite tier goes, there are four players in this tier and there is a significant drop. These are really nice players, but they just don't have the impact that an Aaron Donald has on a you know, a, no. a game-to-game basis and a play-in-play-out basis. Chris Jones, Jonathan Allen, uh, Cam Hayward, and DeForest Buckner make up the next tier of guys. And uh, I'm glad Brandon Thorne put a separate tier up there because I think there is a clear difference. And those are really good players, but Aaron Donald's just a different dude. And and it's funny because that defensive tackle money has gone up a lot, but when I really think about edge guys and tackles I would pay I would pay probably half of the list we just talked about of of guys I would pay the top two tiers and maybe tier three and four before I paid anybody after Aaron Donald on the defensive tackle list just because of impact that they give you off the edge and how hard it is to find those guys versus a defensive tackle list I'm sure was a lot more difficult for Brandon Thorne to put together because you can make arguments that any of these guys are in those tiers behind Aaron Donald
0: yeah yeah I, I get I 100% agree with that as well Two nuggets about these four elite dudes. I was really happy to see Jonathan Allen in there. You know, we were just talking about Chase Young. He needs to be in the elite for Washington. Well, Allen's already there, but few recognize it. And, of course, Brandon's all over it. Massive impact player that rarely gets this kind of love. And then I'm going to fight Brandon a little bit, too. Is The, the best guy in Tier 3 is Jeffrey Simmons, who strangely is – you know, one of the only guys on here that's 25 or younger, The that she is the only guy 25 or younger. I think I would have him second overall. I would have him atop the elite tier. I think Simmons is a
1: superstar. All right. We're seeing this the same way, Matt, because that was going to be my big point here was okay. that Jeffrey Simmons, I thought, was a tier too low. And yeah, he's, yeah. The, he's the best game wrecker on this list right now today after Aaron Donald.
0: I agree. He, I finding It's funny we both thought that, but he would be two for me. I thought that was going to be controversial.
1: Uh, I think it's interesting. The 49ers uh, could have had two players on this list. They traded away DeForest Buckner so they could keep Eric Armstead, but Eric Armstead is, has made pretty good on it. I, I think I do have Buckner one tier ahead of of Armstead, so I, I agree there. But Eric Armstead here is, what, number seven, eight on this list, and he's had a nice little career. And so the 49ers might have done something right, not paying Buckner, paying Armstead. I don't know like how they used the draft pick that they got for Buckner because they should have just – They should have just shoveled uh, Eric Armstead right into Buckner's spot and then Mm -hmm. been done with it and used that pick somewhere else. But they ended up drafting Javon Kinlaw, and it's a big year for Kinlaw. We'll find out, you know, talent-wise, he should be on this list somewhere. But he obviously hasn't so far in his career. Um, The only team that I can tell – no, there's two teams, actually, that have two players in the top four tiers here, and that is the Eagles and the Titans.
0: Titans. Yeah, yeah.
1: Nico Autry comes in. In the uh, the good above average tier for the Tennessee Titans and Fletcher Cox, who's kind of fallen down the list a little bit. He's, he's been a really good player for a long time and uh, would surely have been in a, in a tier higher than the good above average tier uh, in years past. And then Javon Hargrave has actually leapfrogged him and he's in the very good tier here. And that's a really good combo of interior defensive linemen.
0: Yeah. And then you throw Jordan Davis in the mix. Holy smokes. You know, I mean, you who, know, <laughs> you know, that's not too bad.
1: Yeah, Jordan Davis. What's he going to look like? What's his usage going to be? Mm-hmm. You know, some odd front stuff for the Eagles this year. What packages are going to be a part of? He's not going to be quite an every down player, most likely, just like he was at Georgia. Um, but man, just seeing what he can do and seeing some clips from camp, um, I, he's probably going to be somewhat similar to what we're seeing with Vitavea, who comes in at the, at yeah. the list at number fifteen and is in the good above average tier. But it's only because he's not a, a three down player and not quite the pass rusher that some of the other guys are
0: which I understand, but I would probably put Vita Ve- higher just because if I'm a center or a guard or an offensive coordinator, I think I'd rather play against Autry or Leonard Williams than I would Vita Veya. But I understand he's just not on the field as much as some of these guys. Um, I do find it interesting, though, that like 95% of these guys are all second contract players. They're all 20, you know, 28 into their 30s. So it makes me take a step back and think the technical aspect, the technique aspect, like we talked about with the edge might be more important for D tackles than I initially thought.
1: And I think Brandon Thorne uh, errs on that side. I think it yeah, creates yeah. the guys who are technically sound doing the dirty work that might not always show up in the flashy stats department that might not always show up in the, in the height, weight, speed numbers, even though uh, a lot of those guys have it really with both uh, end and tackle here on these lists. So, um, and you got to go check out all of Brandon Thorne's work. It's fantastic. Read all the write ups about all these linemen and, and his, um, his ideas on why they rank where they rank. But it's a good point, Matt. Jeffrey Simmons is the only guy yeah. below the age of 26 on yeah. this list. Where are the next young superstar interior defensive linemen? Yeah. One There's name that's is- on, the, on the edge list.
0: There is. And one name that's not listed here that I would be shocked if he isn't going forward is Quentin Williams with the Jets. And that would go a really long way. You know, back to your Niner roots, you understand the value of defensive linemen in that system. But I think he'll be the straw that serves a drink in New York.
1: Thanks, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you're checking out Matt's Locked On Dynasty podcast. Get ready for those fantasy drafts. And Vinny Iyer with 20 years experience bringing you all the knowledge and getting you prepped for your fantasy football drafts and locked on fantasy football. Matt and I back tomorrow right here. Peacock and Williamson.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason –